Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to Strongcast. I'm Paul Sullivan, joined by Carl Keller. Hello, hello. And our two very special guests today, we have Mr. Jason Mai Tai Muppet. Yes, Woodham. Woodham. What? How are we? Good. And joined by our special, special guest, Ellis Barboza. Hello. Welcome to Strongcast. Thank you very much. How are we, gents? Very well. I'm tired now. Get that coffee down. I know, yeah, 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 big yeah. coffee on the table. <laughs> Only got two more weeks left, so we're we're there now. Yeah. Tired, ready yeah. to fight now. So two weeks until Ellis's big fight. But before we get into that, just give the uh, the viewers, the listeners, a little bit of a background. Who is El Jefe? Where's he come from? And where's he going? So I'm from uh, Birmingham originally. Um, obviously moved out here a year and a half ago. Um, I'm a Muay Thai fighter full time. Um, training with Jay. Muay Thai Muppet. Um, so yeah, my, my life out here is just training, Muay Thai, fighting. Um, we've got some big fights around the world now in the bantamweight division. Um, pushing for a WBC title next, uh, international. So that's what we're doing at the minute. So how many fights have you had as a professional now? Now I've had uh, 15, 15 pro fights. Since I was 15, I, start, I started pro. Yeah. Um, so you went pro at 15? Yeah. So in the UK, like, you start with junior rules, but then you take the shin pads off, and then that's pro. Oh, um, okay. So that's that's when I started. Right, you learned elbows at that. Yeah, yeah. We did. So we lied about my age. I was. I said We said well, I was 18. Just because it was better, I'd much prefer to fight proper Muay Thai. <laughs> so, yeah. Proper brummy. <laughs> proper brummy, yeah. I like that. So how many fights did you have as an amateur? Junior, I probably had maybe 50 fights. Yeah. 50 amateur fights so sometimes you'd fight like maybe six times in a day at like a tournament or something gain experience and then after I went to Thailand when I was 15 I just decided I wanted to fight properly yeah. and do it full time what got you into it as a kid like what, what started you off it was actually my mum that pushed me into the gym um, she was just like I started in kickboxing first like you know freestyle with the shin pads and the feet the, the foot guard and stuff 
Um, it was all right. And then my mate had a, a Muay Thai gym. So I went to that and I enjoyed that. Um, it was just for fun. I never really thought I'd fight. And then obviously you start to enjoy it, the sparring and stuff. And then just got into it like that. Just kept going. And do you, had you stuck with the same coach when you were in the UK and then transitioned over to Jason at Muay Thai Muppets when, when you got here? Yeah, yeah. So I was with uh, Henry for six years, seven years. And then moved out to Dubai, decided to stay with Jay. And then, yeah, it's just kept going It's right kind on. of the spot to go if you're going to do Muay Thai. In yeah, of country, course. So. So how, how old are you now? 22. 22. So why, why Dubai? Well, first of all, it was <laughs> first of all it was just a holiday. So then I came out here just as, for, as all the Dubai dreams. <laughs> yeah, I so want to move to this place. It's amazing. Yeah, it was a, a ten day holiday, and then Jay offered me a, a, like a last minute fight on the UAM show out here. They needed some some fighters, so I took that. I ended up staying out here a bit longer, and then he offered me to work in the gym and fight full time there. So I just took the opportunity. Obviously, I liked the training with Jay. And obviously, I like Dubai as well. So it was a good opportunity to take. It's just no brainer, wasn't it? In the end, because it was in the middle of uh, COVID and all that, and there was no fights going on in England. And yeah. then he came here and he got a fight within like two weeks. Yeah. And then uh, UAM at that time were the only organisation actually putting on fights, I think, pretty much worldwide. They managed to get it unlocked, didn't they? They did Abu Dhabi, they were doing all the PCRs and staying in the hotels, don't yeah. leave your room and all that. And they were just following the same thing <coughs> the UFC were doing. So um, then he just carried on and we got into more fights. And like I said, we just said, look, if you want to stay, you can stay, do a bit of classes in the gym and that, I'll do your visa and just see how we get on. But it was obvious from the first three minutes on the pads, we just had the same sort of style and the pads were just gelling straight away. It weren't like, oh, what am I going to do with this kid? Hey, he's got a different style. It was just easy. Yeah. When, when something's easy like that, it's, it's a no-brainer, isn't it? It just gels. So it's good, yeah, yeah. And you can yeah. see the work rate of him, and obviously you like to work people quite Yeah, hard. yeah, yeah. And I had that sort of style when I was to fight as well. It's like combinations and evasive style, and he's good at that as well, yeah. with elbows and walking forward. And sometimes he might take two or three shots to get like a good one off, and that's what I used to do. At the end of the day, you're in a fight. You can't get out of the way of everything, and he understands that, and so do I. I love your... The videos you put on your Instagram, like it's either you getting hit by a client dodging yeah. something or Ellis sweeping your leg or... Or, yeah. or Ellis bashing somebody and <laughs> everyone in the comments grilling him. Yeah. This case is a bully. Fake How teeth. is he a bully? Uses me as bait to get his Instagram followers up. Oh, mate, yeah. the, la the last post I put up, I think I've got about 10,000 followers from it. <laughs> just because people are just arguing like, oh, this, this geezer's not fair and the other geezer's rubbish. I'm like, you know that guy he's sparring is like fighting in Rajdam Nuren in Thailand? Like the geezer's legit. That's a two second clip and you're judging from that. Carry on, make the comments, make Social it go media. viral. Social Brilliant. Media. One of the best things you do on your social media though is you'll post a technique like even on the pad or something like that and mm. then you'll actually go back to fight footage, your old fight footage, yeah, yeah, yeah. and show it yeah. in technique. Cause it's, it's quite rare, uh, at least in MMA it is, to have somebody who's as good of a coach and a pad man and a, as well as a practitioner and a competitor back in the day. Yeah. So yeah. I, I think that's great for people to see. Yeah, I like to teach the stuff that I've actually done because yeah. otherwise it's just bullshit, isn't it? I'm just yeah. teaching stuff that I've seen on YouTube. I mean, how many pro fights have you had? Uh, 86. No. Just a few. Yeah, a few, just, yeah. Just a couple in the belt. I was lucky because I went to Thailand in like 2009 and I racked up about 56, 57 fights. In two days. Yeah. In two days, yeah. You go out there, it's mad. You just yeah. see people fight all the time. How many so fights had 360? What? Yeah, Brave, especially the kids, yeah. But you can see how they can do it because I was there two and a half years and I had 56 fights. Yeah. So that was a small stint. Yeah. But only because I'm like a, 
I'm a yes man. I'll fight Tuesday. I got full of injuries. I'm gonna fight Friday. You're right. <laughs> you know, I'm here to fight you know what I mean and, and back then no one was doing Instagram and Facebook and stuff it was just like you fight you lose no one gives a fuck so. yeah. you're quite lucky you have all that footage to be honest with you yeah 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 it was quite good because I used to have like a few friends at the gym that would make videos on like their like, cameras yeah. and then just send it on USB and then the missus had her camera out all the time making videos so I had quite a lot of footage and because I fought abroad a lot and they were televised a lot of the fights so I used to catch them off of YouTube so for yeah, people good. who are out there like don't really understand the difference between Muay Thai and kickboxing like what what makes Muay Thai so different as a striking art to all the other arts? Go on, that's a good question. Go on, yeah, yeah. No, it's, yeah, yeah. It's, um, it's the clinching more than anything else. If you're going to do Muay Thai and kickboxing, it's the, it's the fact that you can grab and control the arms, mm -hmm. which doesn't really leave much opportunity for like long combinations and in-and-out style. Because if yeah. I'm not very good at combinations in kickboxing, I'm going to get smashed. But in Thai boxing, I can just tie somebody up and kill them in the clinch and elbows. You can make it like a one-two hook and kickboxing, they cover up, but I can just step in an elbow if you do that. So yeah. you have to be careful with your shot placement and what you want to choose to throw. Mm. And then the pace of kickboxing is a lot higher as well That's because you can't catch. Like in kickboxing, you kick someone in the arms, they'll take it and throw a combination, but I'll just catch that kick and sweep you and then it ends whatever you wanted to do. Yeah. So you have to be a little bit more careful in your shot placement and but stuff. But my type, when tricky. someone's on the floor, that stopped. It's done, yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. It's you can knee him in the head on the way down though, can't on you? The, you can <laughs> knee people and kick them on the way down. But it's like a grey area because people now just boot them when they're on their knees. And they're like, oh, it was all one movement. I was doing it anyway. <laughs> but you weren't, though, were you? Like, you look at him and go, look at the ref, bosh, hey. <laughs> but like, because you, you can, if you sweep somebody and you're already kicking, yeah. that's, that's allowed. But people, they take the piss of it. So. Now, if it wasn't for K1 rules, yeah. do you think that the ties would just dominate everything, basically? Uh, pretty much. But that's why they changed the rules in the old K1, yeah. K1 style. Borkow came in and was grabbing people and, and just kneeing them to fuck. But then they, they stopped that rule and said you can only grab with one hand and knee once because he was just killing everyone by just grabbing them and doing a few knees and letting go. Because yeah. what they said in the beginning, you can grab and knee as long as you're working. Yeah. So Borkow used to do that, grab people and knee them to death and then they would just fall over. So they're like, oh, we don't really want the tyres to beat everyone up. So we'll change that to one knee and grab. Mm. But he's still like, beating up everyone anyway. So even now, like the tyres dominate the kickboxing. Like Super Bond's the world yeah. champion, he's a tie guy. So the Thai way always wins. The good kickers, if they're good, they will win. At the end of the day, a good, a good kicker is always going to be a good puncher. Mm. It's like fighting somebody with a sword or a knife. Yeah. Who's going to win? The one who's got a longer <laughs> weapon. It's just a no-brainer, isn't it? It's like in MMA, the good wrestlers always end up being the best. Yeah. Because yeah. if you can't wrestle as good, you're finished. It's the same in kickboxing. If somebody's really, really good at kicking, like really, really good, they can just boot you all day long. They can kick for like five rounds. It's no problem for them. Mm. So in essence, Muay Thai is just brutal as fuck and wins everything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But you have to be like the elite of the elite. Like Superbon now, he's so good because he has such good balance and defense against punches. Mm. Some of the tires that are really good at kicking, they're not so good at defending against the punches. Yeah. They rely on the clinch and they don't do as well. But someone like Superbon, he's very good at covering up and moving and managing distance really well. So it doesn't just mean because you've got a good kick, you're going to be a good boxer. Now, will, will guys like that separate and work pure boxing for a while? They Is don't, no. They, no. They, they do like boxing rounds with boxing coaches, yeah. don't they? Yeah, I reckon they have a boxing coach, but not mm. the same level. It's just boxing. Though. Yeah, it's just basically they're learning how to throw combinations and step back and be able to kick. And it's more about them understanding combinations so they can defend them better. Yeah. yeah. But you do get some Muay Thai guys that'll go and fight in the in Thailand in the boxing. 
Okay. They got some but good boxers. Really, really good. Like Prajan Choi had yeah. two years just boxing. Now yeah. he's on one and his hands are like sharp as really. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they're going more into boxing now. But they got they've got some WBC world champions in the lower weights. Mm. They always have done. You think it'd be quite smart for them to take that, separate it a little bit, work. Yeah, on they it, do. Yeah, yeah, they do now. And, go for and they're all trying to go to MMA now as well because of one championship. Yeah. You got Superbond the other day was doing an interview and he was talking about after this fight if he beats. Um, What's his name? Chingiz Alazov. Chingiz Alazov is the last person for him to beat and he's running out of opponents. He says, yeah, I've started doing a bit of grappling and maybe I'm going to go for the MMA now as well. It's cool because one can transition that and the guys can stay within exactly, that yeah. promotion. They're yeah. quite smart with that. But they might even be thinking like, oh, I'll do MMA on one and then maybe UFC will call. And they'll yeah, get you never know. You never know. Innit? I haven't got any Thai people in UFC, have they? No. Not one? There's one female. Ah, There's one okay. female Thai fighter. Yeah. There you go. She's yeah. good. Yeah. She's so good. Like she has a very hips back style, which is yeah. very, very strange. So she defends takedowns quite well mm. and just savage kicks. Just yeah, so it's the kicks in it. You have to be careful though in MMA with the kicks because they just get Catch, grabbed take and take down. Yeah. So they have to throw them a little bit different. It's quite... Um, I find that they, they make a transition from that big round kick to more of just sharp. Just whip it up, didn't they, and get yeah. it back. Yeah. But they still, it's so programmed into yeah. it. They still drive so much power and accuracy from it. It's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because well, Leon, Leon Edwards, he's a, he does Muay Thai. Oh, yeah. that's his stand up those comes from my gym in the UK yeah. and he's, his stand up's ridiculous those kicks were on display in the fifth round of his title fight yeah yeah, yeah exactly we, yeah. Jesus oh, come yeah because you're our old coach he's his coach isn't it yeah yeah oh no kidding yeah yeah from my gym in Birmingham mm. Mm. the last Creating four or five years he, he's added that to his game dang very good indeed so go on while you're sitting opposite Ellis talk to us about the strengths of this man's fighting Yes, he's if it's, I hate to say it because I don't like, I don't like <laughs> him up because well, he already knows. Yeah, he yeah. already knows. He, he asked me to ask yeah, this, yeah. by the way. Yeah. It, it's, his, it's his will and determination. Yeah. You can't teach it. Yeah. Like if I, if I, if he's fighting, I don't have to worry about if he's going to lose his arsehole and give up. Like that yeah. ain't happening. Yeah. No matter what, I actually prefer when he gets a bit of a kicking because it wakes him up and he's like, I'm, 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 I'm going to go now. <laughs> like if he gets hit and I'm like, normally, you go, oh god, he's been rocked with something. I'm like, yes, watch this now, watch it. <laughs> <laughs> and then he's, and he goes. You'll see. There's a couple of fights. I think you've got it up when he yeah. gets whacked by this tie he's got blood all over his face and he's like this <laughs> <laughs> which is like not good for longevity yeah. but in the beginning you need that because you can't teach it yeah. so for me it's his heart and his will and he's, he's got a good um, good left kick as well which he puts together with his boxing let's watch a few of these talk us through them yeah so like, this is a prime example of like when I, he was in Thailand and I was watching this on TV and at one point he gets dropped for body shot. I was like, oh God. And so I was like, oh, it's over. I said, no, it ain't. I said, watch, he's going to get up and go mad now. And then he did. And I was like, oh, God. And then you'll see it in a minute. It happens like, a lot of people. They say, I got to get rocked or I got to get hit yeah, before yeah. I know I'm in a fight. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, otherwise, sometimes you, you cruise it, didn't you? You, you, you go like, CP oh. and then you need to get that clip and you're like, fuck, I'm in a fight now. Let's mm. go there. It's a very Muay Thai mentality, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it is. yeah. yeah. Well, it's they, just like that. They play a lot in sparring. We do, yeah, because, yeah. because you fight so much. Yeah. Like when I was in Thailand, I was fighting so much. We spar every day, but we just mess about. Because I know I'm going to fight like two or three times in a month sometimes. Yeah. So I don't need to have hard sparring. And you're just working through different tricks, different times. Yeah, and you just like, you'd you'd let your opponent kick you and then yeah. you'd just practice a sweep and they'd let you practice it. Sometimes you'd try and get your leg back and you sort of feel what the person is trying yeah. to do and you, you let them flow with it. Because yeah. you don't need to go mad in the gym because you're fighting so much. There he goes, psycho boy. Yeah, there he is. Yeah. Oh, look, but this, this kid, 
he weren't 16, I don't no, think. No, we saw on YouTube after, he's now 19, apparently two weeks <laughs> yeah, ago. Yeah, and he, and he had like a hundred and something they've, fights. They've changed Quick it. turnaround. And he, took, and he took this fight like last last minute. So this they, is like 62 kilos and he normally really fights at 53. The day before they changed the opponent. And this is your first time in MMA gloves. Yeah, they mm. also gave me that the day before. They, they said, because <laughs> yeah. this was going to be on TV and his opponent caught COVID or something. Yeah. So they said, oh, now you need to fight him on the TV. So they swapped it. I was looking at him like, what way is he? They said, oh, yeah. he's only 60. I was body I shots. found out he's 65, 64, he fights it. Those body shots hit different than MMA gloves. Yeah. It's good fun though. The thing with Ellis is he's got a really good right low kick. So when he fights Southpaw, it almost takes one of his weapons away because it's hard to uh, land yeah, it in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's got a good right straight, so he puts it down the middle well. And he watch when he when he hits, he does very well going to the outside every time he makes a combination. Yep, stepping outside yeah. on his lead. Which is something is just is just instinct with him. Yeah getting away from that power. So that's just from having so many amateur fights when he's young and yeah. just drilling that into your head. You're like, I could I could do that of him for a year, but if he hasn't actually done it in the ring, he's not gonna be able to do it. So yeah. you need to have that that junior style as well. That's where you learn a lot of your craft. But you can see like when he when that tire just kicked him then it weren't that hard. It was just the weight that moved him, yeah. which is a problem. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Yeah, I always find if I fight heavy, it's not their power. It's more just they don't move. Yeah. It's hard to push them back. Yeah. How, what was the weight difference in this fight? So I fight 53 and he apparently fights at 64. Jesus. <laughs> so just a few. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was a reach advantage. Like he's got really long arms and long legs, this kid. Yeah. But it's good, like standard Thai experience. Most people will go Thailand and this will happen yeah. to them. <laughs> pretty, pretty yeah. tall for a 16-year-old. Yeah. yeah, exactly. He's probably about <laughs> 25 or something. <laughs> so this was your last fight? Uh, nah, this was uh, January. Um, so. And then I've had another fight since, which was for the WBC. So talk to us about that. Yeah, so... What, what, what happened? Yeah, I fought um, a form, former Lumpini champion. So like he Explain was... Explain Lumpini. Lumpini's like the, the creme de la creme stadium in Thailand. There's Lumpini and Rajadamna. So when he was younger... He was the champion of um, Lumpini, two-time champion, and also Omnoy Stadium. And just that, when you say younger, that doesn't mean like he was like some 40-year-old geezer. He's still only 32. Like, it was only like seven years ago. So like normally people would say that. Like, I fought someone before and he was like 43. And I went, yeah, but he fought Raymond Deckers. They went, yeah, about 20 years ago. He's 100 years old. But for him, the geezer was still like 32 and yeah. he's just coming back to fight. So it's like a legit uh, okay. high-level tie. Yeah, yeah so he, the opportunity came. Um, a guy in Thailand messaged me. Took the, so I took the fight for the international WBC um, in Australia. So that was in May. So I went there, had the fight. We thought I won. It was I think it was a bad decision. Mm. Um, 
Bit of well, it weren't just us, like everyone, even the promoters of the show, like when it got called, they went, oh, I don't know what happened there. We'll ask him about it. Then I knew the judge as well. He went, no, we were scoring it on because he was controlling the ring and moving around. I said, yeah, but who was trying to win? Yeah. yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like Ellis was going forward, blocking the kicks, moving out of the way, putting him off balance, yeah. turning him, throwing him in Elbow the elbows, him, put his face over. cut him, like everything. Yeah. Like the kid might have like landed a few body kicks and moved out of the way. But in between the rounds, like, the, the tie was knackered. And Ellis yeah. was just yeah. like this. And it was annoying because I didn't tell him to do anything different because it was clear as day he yeah, was winning. Gotcha. Both me and yeah. my mate, like the geezer was in the corner with me, someone I fought before. But between yeah. us, we've had like 160, 180 fights. Yeah. Mm. And for both of us to say, no, nah, no, nah, you're winning this. Like, just put a few more kicks in. Easy. That fight was like, Jay had literally a remote control. Like, he shouted something. I'd throw it straight away. Done, yeah. Like, everything that we'd done in the gym, it was, everything it was doing was it. Everything was there, like... And it was like, even like I got back to the corner and I was fresh and I was looking at him and I, I was stood up and he was dying. And I was just looking at him like this as if I'm not tired. And uh, he was just dying on his seat. Like, it was crazy yeah. that he even won, to be honest. But now yeah, luckily I get to go back and fight for the same title again. So it's yeah. almost like the same setup as if I'm defending it yeah. against some other guys. So yeah. Because the Thai couldn't come back and fight the Australian because he couldn't get the visa. Yeah. So they said, okay, let's bring Ellis back and make the title vacant and right. you two fight out. Uh, that's their way of making it fair a little bit. Yeah, I think that, I think <laughs> that's almost, almost yeah. like. Yeah, you know, we saw what happened last time, but you can come back and fight for it again. So basically, in our eyes, he's defending his belt. Oh, fair yeah, play. yeah. And that's when, what I'm when saying. When is that coming up now? So uh, October eighth. So we're like two and a half weeks out from that now. All right, where where is that aired on anything? Yeah, That'd be, uh, there's a, we'll put the links up. There'll be a pay per view link. Somewhere. Okay, we'll get we'll get that we'll up on the Stormcast. Yeah. yeah, so mm. we'll get that in the in the bio there. So where's that in Australia? Yeah, it's on the Gold Coast. Ah, make little surface paradise. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. That's good, isn't it? Nice yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Now it's good. Yeah. <laughs> Free trip to us. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Two. Two yeah, it's great. And then we, when we win, we go again next year as well. So there'll be a there'll be a nice little running. Yeah, yeah. So when he wins, they're going to put him in for the WBC world title. Now, with you guys, since you've been together for quite a few fights now, do you have a certain regimented training camp that you build up to that fight? Taper off at a certain bit. Like, yeah. what's we normally do about eight weeks, don't we? To be honest, like this this year, I've been in camp a lot. I've had like a lot of fights booked, then I've not happened for various reasons. So it's been like a year of pretty much hard work. Yeah, I think, yeah. but that's why I've leveled up though, because it's like sometimes I'll do a camp, then the fight doesn't happen, but I've still put the work in. Mm-hmm. Then maybe I'll have a week off, eat some nice food, then go again. Yeah, yeah. So we've we've made lots of improvements together mm-hmm. with him because he's so good at cutting the weight and he does it so well he's got a nutritionist and all that fights at 53.5 he'll start camp at like 60 62 kilos sometimes yeah so we can't leave it too late so when you say he's always in camp it might not be like whacking the pads like six rounds for eight weeks but he's on it already with his diet because yeah. if he's not he's just going to be a struggle for him the last weeks to get it down yeah yeah so like now he's probably like 60 59 kilos which is perfect you can you lose lose a little bit in the in the bath and the yeah. whatever and it's not too much of a strain but if he's at like 61 62 mm. two weeks before it's going to be hard but yeah. he's already put the work in weeks before yeah so we normally do about eight weeks of like solid work we'll do the first couple of weeks like three rounds four rounds on the pads mm-hmm. and then like we'll do probably four weeks of like six rounds and then the last week we'll do, I normally just see how he feels like if he's doing like three rounds at the end of it he's like knackered I'll yeah. say okay we'll do one more and then we'll We'll taper off because you ain't gonna get any fitter or any more unfit two weeks for a fight. Yeah. But each camp's been different. So what one camp we did loads of clinching. Mm-hmm. This camp we've decided to do like loads of sparring. We're going everywhere for sparring. You're coming here twice a week, you're sparring two times a week with us. Mm-hmm. And um 
yes, yeah, so it's not really like a regimented thing that we do every camp, but we always do six rounds yeah. of pads all the time and always yeah. do sparring. And will you generally game plan for an opponent and against that opponent, or we do a little bit? Like we're, thing? We're, yeah, I like to think like we work on a couple of techniques that we want to use. This is going to work. Like yeah, I sharpen my things, but I don't really. I don't like to think what they're doing. Yeah, no. but you've already lost them if you're thinking yeah. about. Oh, what is he going to do to me? He needs to worry about what I want to do to him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's the wrong mindset otherwise. Yeah, so each camp, we normally just pick a couple of techniques that we like and we think that might work. Then we just drill them. Then I can just shout them out in the corner then if yeah, I think yeah. it's going to happen. Because I've got this theory with game plans. I don't know how to explain it properly. right? So like, you, see, you have a game plan, yeah, for, let's say, him. Like, let's say he's really good at walking forward and hands and low kicks. Now, that's what he's really, really good at, Yeah. And then you have a game plan for, like, say he's fighting me, who's in and out, forward, back, mm -hmm. like the guy he's fighting. Now, he ain't going to change the way he fights. I'm not going to change the way I fight. So why would I make a game plan for him? Because he's not going to change anyway. <laughs> do, do you know what I mean? Yeah, so it's yeah. like, you, neither of you are going to change. You're going to fight the way you're going to fight. Yeah. yeah. The, the, so like, if he says, I'm going to do this against that bloke, you're, like, you're not, why are you? Because you're going to fight the way you fight, because that's how you fight. And that's why the guy's made a game plan for you, because that's how you fight. So you're not going to change the way you fight. Yeah. So for me, I like to just drill a few techniques that I think that are going to work and then just go out there and do your thing. Mm. All right. Because everyone fights a certain way. You, yeah. Like if you watch Tyson Fury fight, he fights the same every fight. Yeah. He's not going to change for somebody else. Yeah. doesn't do anything different. Get all the fights, you watch Fury's fights up until when he was young to now he fights the same. Mm -hmm. He doesn't fought any difference against anyone else. He just fights the way he fights because that's better than everyone else. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So we just drill different techniques. And maybe like let's fight more sparring because the geezer fights very fast in and out. Yeah. So I said, right, you're going to spar with the boys at the MMA and the kickboxing yeah. style. Then you get used to that, but you still do what you do, but you figure out how to do that as you go along. I've enjoyed this this time doing the six five minute rounds sparring. It's different. Yeah, yeah, yeah you like it, yeah. Yeah, it's more conditioning. Like just striking for five minutes is is intense. To be <laughs> yeah, try adding <laughs> yeah. grappling. You know what I mean? yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's I feel like that adds a bit of cardio to the game as well. Yeah, because he just needs to be super fit for this yeah. one. It's just a cardio thing, yeah. Because yeah. last time the tie was really like tricky at getting out of the way and like difficult puzzle to solve. Mm -hmm. But this geese is going to be there and he's going to want to have a fight. Mm -hmm. But he likes a combination, then step back. So as long as he's fit and then can wear that combination, but then come in and do his own thing and keep pushing him back yeah. all the time mm -hmm. without getting tired, that's going to be the, the key, yeah. I think. So fitness for this, for this yeah. one, that's why it's so good to do so much sparring. Yeah, yeah. yeah. absolutely. Sounds nice. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. So what, what will you do now? Like two weeks remaining, when you're going to fly? What's the... Are you tapering things down? Gonna fly on the 4th uh, of October. So what have we got? What's the One and a half hard more weeks, basically. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. So this week I'll get the sparring in. Next week maybe one more sparring session. Then it's just focusing on the weight cut, really. Yeah. The hard work's pretty much done from now. Yeah. Get a couple bits of sparring done and then... We fly the last weeks to like just move around, cut the weight, and then we fight. Yeah, yeah. So you just got like this week, like tomorrow, what's tomorrow? Thursday? Yeah. We yeah. just do some pads and then some light sparring at the gym. And then Friday we work on techniques and a bit of pads. And then it'll be Saturday we'll be here again sparring. And then Monday will just be like all pads and, and technique. It'll be won't be any sparring next week. Mm -hmm. And then yeah, we fly on Tuesday and then you do we just cut the weight in the gym out there. And that's it. Yeah. It's done. Happy days. And then Obviously, you're predicting you're going to win this and then back to Australia next year for... Uh, yeah, yeah. So the plan is the uh, I'll fight for the world next year. Yeah. It'll be against the same opponent as well. So the tie that just apparently beat me, I'll fight him again next year. Ah. As long as I'll win. 
Yeah, that's quite a nice opponent to know that you you can come up against when yeah. I think it'll be even actually yeah. won that fight. Yeah, but I think I'm, it'll be he's not fight even. Like, he's going to get smashed now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So this this time we'll just be like, let's just not be careful at all. Yeah. Let's just take his head off. Yeah. And, and we 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 know how to beat him this time. He's he's not very good in the clinch at all. He's not strong. Yeah. yeah. So we're just going to smother him and just walk forward and box and box and grab him and just knee him to fuck and that's it. Yeah. yeah. Be easy. Salad. Because he's super strong. Like if you ever clinch yeah, with him, like it's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. When he first came though he didn't like clinching yeah. but I, I like clinching yes. and I know that it makes you strong it's like if you wrestle and then you wrestle like every day you're going to get strong no matter yeah. what and then now he's got yeah. super strong and he clinches with me and I can't fry him at all anymore and what, what, <laughs> what's, what's the weight difference about 20 kilos yeah yeah because it's about a 20 centimetre height yeah exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. so like he's like hanging on me and like kneeing <laughs> me and everything and like what he does is he just knees my leg because it's like a normal person's body but like but the best thing is that I'm trying to throw him all the time and he's constantly resisting, so his core strength's really good. So I just don't think the, the Thai fella's gonna be able to match him in a clinch. Just too strong. I think that's the key with me at that weight. Like I just feel strong physically stronger than most of the mm. opponents. Mm. Like body's just more dominant than them when yeah. I fight. So then talk to us. What would uh, what would the ideal sort of like two to three years look for you then? Would you look would you look at going into a different promotion and, and coming away from my tie like we talked about some fighters are doing what would you what would, where do you see yourself in sort of five years uh five, ideally i want to i want to win the, the next two titles the wbc get a few more fights and i'm about next year a few wins against good names mm. and hopefully i'll get a call from one championship maybe end of next year or the year after yeah and i'll fight on their muay thai rules and then you never know maybe in the future i'll do mma i do like the idea of it but my stri i like striking I don't really enjoy too much of the grappling, but I know that I can appreciate the art of MMA as well. Yeah. So maybe in the future, if that comes up, there might be a change. But I think for now, Muay Thai in one championship is where I want to be. You can see some of the amazing strikers that have come over from from just striking, like Israel Adesanya, for instance. Mm. Like, yeah, you you never see him on his back. Or you, nah. know, you even see like Jose Aldo. Jose Aldo loves striking. He was just yeah. retired, right? Never see him on the back just because if you learn the counter wrestling and how to stand up, how to defend the takedowns, all that you can apply that striking like yeah. crazy with how strong you are and it's crazy how much of the clinch game in muay thai does transition to grappling yeah, it's a style of wrestling isn't it yeah. a little bit it's a little bit of a style of wrestling and even like when you get your leg caught when someone your knee the yeah. way you put your leg on the inside and straighten mm -hmm. your leg is the same as a takedown defense in wrestling yeah because you've same. gotten into your jiu-jitsu a little bit yeah you? i did a little yeah, yeah. Did a little bit of mode didn't i but in about two the, years ago even the, the concept of a sweep in in muay thai is the same thing off your back in jiu-jitsu yeah, yeah it's it's the yeah. same concept so if you can mm. make those transitions it can be fun but like i said if you get into one that transition becomes a lot easier, easier you know yeah, yeah. it all depends on how much they grow as well like the way it's going now muay thai is getting popular yeah, they do. They're starting to do something called Road to One, and they're going to have shows in Canada, Australia, Lumpini in Thailand, all feeder shows to get onto the big one in Singapore. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be everywhere. So mm -hmm. like, I think with social media as well, I think Muay Thai will get more popular. And a lot of people they watch MMA who are the average person, and they'll say, "I don't like the floor." When they go to the floor, yeah, it so is like, the boring part. We we, yeah. we have these discussions. Unless you yeah. unless you understand it and like the art and know about it. You don't really like watching it, so yeah. maybe they'll start to watch Muay Thai and appreciate it more. E even knowing it and understanding it, I'd still still can be boring. Watch to a striking battle, to be <laughs> yeah, honest yeah. with you. Like yeah. that's what one have done really well, haven't they? It's not really Muay Thai. It's like they've what 
four ounce gloves on and yeah. they don't let them really clinch. Yeah. So it's just basically kickboxing with knee and elbows and four ounce gloves. <laughs> Perfect. So it's like that's the, the, they know how to <laughs> exactly exactly. So they know how to market it. And now that now the more it gets more popular, the more money is going to be involved, and people yeah. won't feel the need to go to MMA to get the money. Yeah. Because people are getting like fifty thousand dollar bonuses and stuff now on Good. one championship. So. It all just depends on the money, really. Like, yeah. if it grows and it, it one gets where it should be, like like UFC, then we'll stick. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, just stick to Muay Thai. Yeah, yeah. Cause that's the only reason people like Muay Thai fighters go to MMA is for the money, really. Yeah. So if you can get the money in 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 one championship rules, then bosh, easy. Brilliant. Well, thank you very much for the pair of you coming on. Uh, before we head off, Jason, oh. where is your gym at here? We are in a gym nation in Alcoz and uh, all the other gym nation sites as well. We've got coaches in there. But, uh, the main one where all the fighters train and, uh, and uh, what would you call it, the, the headquarters is uh, gym nation Alcoz, Muay Thai Muppets. Anybody coming through Dubai, head to there for the proper Muay Thai pads. Yes. Yeah. And we'll put your, uh, both your socials up down below. We'll put the link to the, uh, the pay-per-view for your, your fight. Yeah, we'll get yes. that in a minute, yeah. Guys, if any of you want to check them out, thank you for coming on today. No worries. Wish you the Thank best you. of luck on the 8th of October. Thank you for having us. And uh, he sounds ready. Yeah, yeah, he is, yeah. He's always ready. <laughs> That's a problem. <laughs> All right, thanks, lads. Nice All right, yeah. thank you very much. Thanks thank for you. tuning in, guys. Give us a like, give us a subscribe, get down in those comments below. See you next time. Sports Social Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.